like to ask you to turn to Psalm 19. Psalm 19, we have used this in the confession before, or if we haven't, we should have. This is a great passage on two ways that God has revealed himself through his world and through his works and then through his word, um, starting with general revelation. This is what he shows everybody, believers and unbelievers, all day long, no matter where you live, all whatever there are billion of us in the world right now are getting in on this today, the first six verses. The heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaim his handiwork. Day to day pour out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. Look at how loudly or how greatly he is proclaiming himself. This struck me this week um, and something that Mark said, I want to come back to Mark's sermon here from last week here in a second. There is no speech, nor there are words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving its chamber like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the ends of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. And so all day long the heavens declare God's glory. They proclaim his handiwork. It pours out speech, reveals knowledge. How am I not noticing this some days? I'm a little oblivious to what's really going on out there, I'm afraid. Let's pay attention to, with the way the Lord is proclaiming his glory out there. And Mark, you are talking about those pebbles in the shoe, right, from last week. I'm wondering if we should use this a little bit more to put a stone or two in the shoe. Right? How about that, uh, that sunrise that's in my rearview mirror all the way uh, on the way to school? I should probably talk to somebody about that when I get to school. It's like, well, did you see what the Lord painted there in the sun this morning? You know, it's that kind of thing. Could we maybe use general revelation, talk about it a little bit more, really see what's going on out there? And that might be a pretty good way to throw a pebble in the shoe. Right? next, So let's use that this week. Are we really seeing it? I'm afraid that too often I'm thinking about something else and I'm missing out on how much God is revealing himself through just nature, through probably the human eye, through all that goes on out there. I was thinking about teeth this week. Aren't you glad the mower's not in the front? How would you bite stuff? It looked funny too. There's just a lot of neat things going on out there that there is to think about and then talk about so that maybe introduce the gospel in that way. Look at seven and eight. And uh, I really just want to spend time on these two verses um, concerning God's word. This is a special revelation. And, um, and I really wish Tyler was doing this. Because Tyler could talk a month of Sundays on these three verses. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. You see, uh, law, testimony, precepts, commandment, really God's word. All of scripture uh, is what what we're talking about here different words there but what does scripture do first of all it says it's these four things it's perfect which means it's sufficient 
in every way. It's perfect. Not only is it inerrant, it's sufficient. It's sufficient for all we need for life and godliness. We are not without one thing that we need. We have all we need for life and godliness through um, our Lord Jesus and his word. He's given it to us. Secondly, it is sure. That means that it gives us total transformation here when we, it's reviving the soul. But it's sure in that um, there isn't any part of it. It's his self-disclosure. It's what he has shared with us. It is sure. It's, there's no reason to doubt there. I love to think about this as his testimony. It's, it's he's disclosing who he is. And it's sure. It's true. We know that we can stand. In, a, in the rest of the world, we don't really know what's sure. We don't really know what do I believe or what do I not? MacArthur said he called the librarian and they had 25 million books and he asked him, are any of those true in every way, for sure true? And the librarian's like, well, that's kind of a funny question. You know, how do you answer that? But we know God's word. It's true. We, it's, it's what we need. What are they? They're right. And this doesn't mean like right from wrong. This is, shows us the right path. We need to know the right path. It shows us that. And then it is pure. It is pure. There is a moral clarity that we have. It is a pure way to live. A, a clarity we know. We know from God's word. Well, then what does it do? These are the four things. It revives the soul. It revives the soul. I have got to go back. Yesterday, uh, Jared Smith and... Sam shared with us a total transformation that has happened in their life. A total transformation, a reviving of the soul, completely transformed, a new creation. We were a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That's what the word does. There's a transformation that happens there. And for the believer, we continue, right? Romans 12, 1 to 12, 2, that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. God's word renews our mind so that we're completely different. They can't, not even recognizable from that. And on that, I was so encouraged. Uh, Ian was greatly influenced, obviously, by Mr. and Mrs. Webster, who trained him in the way that he should go uh, through the word. Mark taught him Bible class. So then Ian faithfully shares with Josh Chronic while they're lifting weights. Well, then Josh Chronic's like, man, now that I know the Lord Jesus, completely transformed man, I'm going to share with Sam. Sam comes to love and know the Lord Jesus, completely transformed. If you have not, if you want to be Bring your Kleenex and talk to Jared and Sam, is what I want to say. It is unbelievable. The transformation is like, no, it shouldn't really be unbelievable. That's what the Lord does through his word, right? And so, all of a sudden, Mark and Mr. Webster are great-grandpa to Sam, right? Sam was influenced by, by uh, Josh. Josh through Ian. Ian from Mark and the Websters. 
right? And, that's, and it goes down that way. There's this multi-generational and how that, how that happens. And I guarantee you it's not ending with Sam. Sam is great-great-grandpa, great-great-great-grandpa coming soon. And that's what's exciting about when you share the word. Share the word with people, right? That's what we're to do. This is, shows us there's transformed lives in. Making wise the simple in the end of verse 7. It makes wise the simple. And this just means it shows us how to be skilled in the art of living. Who doesn't want that? How do you live this life? This is how we learn how to live this life. It makes us skilled in the art of living. That's what that means to be wise, the simple. Simple, it's not like a simpleton in that we don't understand. It's that it, it gives us wisdom. The word gives us wisdom. And then it brings joy. It brings joy to the heart. You've experienced this. If you're a believer, you know how the word will give you, it rejoices the heart. It gives you great joy. And then it enlightens the eyes finally. It's pure. The commandments of the Lord are pure, enlightening the eyes. It gives you, helps you to be able to see clearly what's going on in this world. You can see. You can see, hey, what's right, what's not right, some moral clarity there. It enlightens your eyes to what's happening, to what's going on. So let's pray today to say, number one, am I missing out on general revelation and some opportunities to put some pebbles in the shoe? Number two, am I seeing my soul revived Am I, be, am I making wise? Am I becoming wise? Am I getting a skilled um, in the art of living through the word? Is it rejoicing my heart? Do I have the joy that only the word can, can, can uh, provide? And then third, do I see clearly because you spent that time in the word, invested that time in the word each day? I'll give you that time to... Uh, Confess that before the Lord to ask him for that grace. Now close this. Let's pray. Gracious Father, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you are taking uh, Tyler and Victoria to, to California to be trained to teach uh, the Word of God. And Lord, your Word um, gives us all we need for life and godliness. It's all sufficient. Um, and we see in this great passage uh, what you will do through it. And Lord, we pray that when our soul needs revived, when we need transformation, we would go to it. And when we see those who are lost and they need to be transformed, that we would uh, take the word to them. Uh, faith comes from hearing and hearing from your word. Lord, we pray that you would continue to make us wise. Lord, we uh, so often are, are simple in our understanding. We don't understand um, or see clearly 
how we should live this life. We're missing out on the, the um, skill of living this life wisely and taking advantage of every second of it. Lord, we pray that we would invest in your word. We would bathe our mind in your word. That we would meditate in there day and night and observe to do all according to all that's written there. And then you're going to make our way prosperous and successful. We skilled in the, the art of living this life in a manner worthy of the gospel that others could see our good works and bring glory to you um, in heaven. Father, we ask that you would bring joy to our hearts. I pray, Lord, we would not go anywhere else when we need joy. We are so often robbed of our joy by circumstances or by uh, Satan or, or by um, maybe other people, by our own sin. We pray that um, instead of looking anywhere else for joy, we would look to your word, that we would go to your word, that we would bathe our minds in your word and that you would bring that joy that you promise in this great passage. And then, Father, uh, finally, when we don't see clearly, when we need moral clarity, we pray that we would go to your word. And thank you um, so much for these great and precious promises. And I confess before you so many times, I've gone to other things. I've missed out on the general revelation screaming at us all day long from uh, every part of nature. Uh, we ask today that you would give us that grace and forgive us when we've missed out on it. We thank you that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And we commit uh, this week and our lives to you. And we thank you for transform lives like uh, Jared's and Sam's that uh, we see that inspire us um, to, to share the word with others as well. In Jesus' name, amen.